0: Psst. Hey! Welcome to a Halloween special episode of Jeffcast! If you're a patron, listen to this episode on the Patreon. It's the same episode, but extended. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, ah, ah, Jeff's gonna find ya! Ooh, ooh. Jeff's gonna get you, follow you into a dark alley. He's gonna cut you, steal your face, and <laughs> now it's Jeff! Welcome to JeffCast! Sorry to get a little creepy-crawly at the beginning there. I just wanted to bring in the spirit of today's most glorious holiday. That's right, folks. Merry Spooky Ween! It's the best holiday Feyrun has to offer. Other than Wintermas, I guess. Although I don't celebrate Wintermas because I'm magic Jewish. That's a thing here. Yep. And if you don't like that, look into yourself. Anyway, Merry Spooky Ween. You know, Mike, Alyssa, and Andrew tell me there's a similar holiday on Earth called... Is it Halloween? Halloween? Uh, Which one do you say? I don't know. Either way, it sounds kind of stupid. What, you you dress up as a monster ooh, or something, and you go to your neighbor's house and ring their doorbell and they give you candy? Uh, sounds pretty low stakes to me. No, Spooky Ween is so much cooler. Instead of dressing like a monster, actual monsters are released from the ether at midnight, and you have to survive the entire day. I usually hole up in my attic. No one wants to come up here, not even ghouls and monsters. But that's a okay with me. And we don't go door to door and get delicious, sweet, sugary treats, no. We go graveyard to graveyard and dig up the old bones and we make potions out of them. Last year, I did get a bunch of chocolate, but what I did was I mixed it with the bone sludge that I dug up from a dead guy And then I mixed that in a cauldron, I drank it, and then I vomited that back into the cauldron. And that's what they use on Earth to make Hershey's. Yep. Anyway, happy, merry, glorious, spooky ween to you and yours. I hope you're keeping things spooky today. I hope you're keeping things scary. I hope you're able to at least participate in the festivities such as survival and keep my skin on, and have my bones by tomorrow. That's my favorite one. I've never actually won that. But, you know, the glory of Spookyween is that although it's terrifying and people definitely die, by tomorrow, everything resets again back to normal. That's right. For today, 24 hours. The moon changes to blood red, and all the consequences and deeds done on this day are erased at the next sunrise. It's actually quite beautiful, and it's something I've really enjoyed. A couple years ago, I actually got the chance to murder my Aunt Nora. (laughs) It was awesome! It got so much frustration out that it felt really good, and I kind of liked it. The blood, the bloodlust ran through me, but only for that day. Because it was Spooky Ween. And by the next day, everything was right again, and I buried my deepest desires darkly down inside my soul. Ha! <laughs> Just kidding. I don't have murderous thoughts. That's part of Spooky Ween, too. You pretend to be a crazy person and have really horrid opinions that you keep to yourself and would never share, and have thought about sharing on the podcast and might share later. Who knows? It's Jeff Cast! Anything can happen! In order to prepare for today's festive episode, I got some promotional materials together. And by that, I mean I drew them up with crayons and put them all over my street, but... On the poster, I asked people to, number one, please listen to the podcast so I can have more than zero listens for once. And uh, I also asked, since it's a spooky ween show, please call the show to ask your spooky questions. Or if you know of a spooky guest who might like to be on, to give me a call. So I haven't actually checked this particular Sending Stone phone that I created for this, but let's see here wow i actually have quite a few voicemails from people this is actually crazy you know i've never missed a call before mostly because no one's really called me on purpose But if they do, I usually answer right away because I'm so desperate for anyone to call me. But now I've got a slew of calls from people I don't even know. So I am so excited, folks. Let's bring up our voicemails here and see what kind of spooky ween questions we have. (laughs) Let's see here. Okay. Oh, here's one. Hey, nerd, we found your stupid flyer on the side of the oh. road. <laughs> yeah. Hey, ask him one of the stupid questions. You know, oh, who's your um... favorite witch or wizard, nerd? <laughs> what a loser. Let's go drink beers. Uh, I, think they, I think those gentlemen had the uh, wrong number, but they just happened to ask a very good question. Uh, they, they said, uh, who, uh, who is your favorite famous wizard and witch? What a question! There's so many good ones to pick from. Wow, I um, I gotta say, Wizard Chef, Jorbil Galorfenor, the chef, uh, the guy who does the the baking with magic, he's great. He won Steel Chef uh fourteen hundred years in a row or something. He's immortal. The immortal wizard. You guys know this guy? Uh, I don't even remember his name. Gun to my head, I could not say that name again without listening to the uh, recording. But I know his name because he's my favorite, obviously. Uh, who else? Who else? Um, you know what? I'll throw my hat in the ring here. Jeff. Jeff E. Jefferton. Listen, let me. Here's my pitch for myself. If you've never heard of me, that's fair. That's fine. My own parents probably don't even know I exist either. So, here's the thing. I'm young. I'm. I've got muscles pending. I have stubble down there and uh, a bunch of other qualities that you might like. But the most important one is I'm very magically gifted. I mean, really, I, I actually am. I've been sort of dabbling in magic since I can remember. Back when I was a kid, I used to do magic all the time, and I didn't even quite realize I was doing it. Our teachers in first grade would give us these, you know, Uh, pieces of paper with big letters on them we were supposed to trace them and learn how to spell and have good penmanship but what I did was I just exploded a bunch of ladybugs in the corner of the classroom and kids made fun of me because I had glasses and no parents and a bunch of exploded ladybugs all over me guts and little wings Then I got kicked out of that school and sent to another one where the teacher punched me in the face every morning because I kept accidentally lighting his hat on fire. I didn't know what I was doing, but, you know, when he started punching me in the face, I started getting angrier and lighting other things on fire. Pretty soon the whole building burned down and nobody died, except the teacher. Uh, whoops, got sent to a third school. And eventually, I had to drop out of that one for clerical reasons. Clerical reasons. We'll say that. And I was sent to homeschool with my aunt. She immediately gave up the responsibility of teaching me. I learned nothing else in life after the age of 14. So, uh, that explains a lot about me. Hope it does. And, uh, anyway... Uh, thanks for the question, I guess. Callers? They were my friends, those guys. <laughs> Although earlier I said they had the wrong number, but, the, you know, sometimes you make friends with strangers. And if you're listening to this, I hope we're friends on this spooky ween night. Speaking of spooky ween, let's see if I can get another one of these questions to pop up. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this one, she Sonny, actually sounds nice. Let me I just uh, pump found this you up fire here. There's a blowing in the wind. It, you seem like a nice young man. So, uh, what is your favorite type of spooky ween candy? Oh. Oh, I see. Uh, my favorite type of candy. Wow. What a deep, wonderful question. Thank you so much. got kind old lady who seemed a little confused, but very wonderful of you to call. Thank you. Uh, my favorite candy. I love honeysuckle tarts. Um, I know a lot of people don't like them because each one has a whole centipede inside, but for me... It tickles on the way down, and it tickles on the way out because, you know, the centipede is immortal. That's the whole thing with honeysuckle tarts. It's in a delicious, immortal centipede, and then you send it back to the company, and they put the flavoring back on it, and they mail it back to you. It's it's like having a bottle of milk, you know, and you save like 30 cents or something. Uh, anyway, those are delicious. I also love fire pops. Fire pops are great. You lick 'em, they're cinnamon flavored and they make your tongue taste like flames, and you shoot flames out of your mouth for about thirty seconds. The flames don't go very far, maybe six inches or so. Yep, we use inches here. Uh, but it's really fun and you can, you know, do basic fire things, like you know, light your you know your stove on fire. Uh, light your light, light, light your neighbor's cat on fire if you don't like it and it gets close to your mouth in that period. Uh what else? Oh, and I also love goofy bloofs. you know those chewy little candy coated razor blades. <laughs> They're my favorite as a kid. I loved eating those, you know uh, but don't suck on them too long <laughs> And uh, don't swallow them. Please don't. It says on the bag in big red letters, do not swallow. Thanks for the question. All right, let's see here. We got time for one more, I think. Let's see. How about this one? Hello. If you are Jeff E. Jefferton, we have an important reminder about your Wee Wee Pill subscription. Please contact no? us immediately uh, at 3 700. This message is for Jeffrey Jefferson. Your Arachne potion is ready no. for pickup. Next one? This is an automatic voice message. You have small genitals. Oh, no? okay. Well, <coughs> looks like it was just uh, one pair of bullies and one old lady. And you know, that is Spooky Ween. And I love it. That's twice as many people that called me on my birthday. You know, I guess to close this out, I might as well get a little scary for once. I'm gonna tell. A spooky ween classic. A story, if you will. Jeff's Story Corner. So, snuggle on in. And let me dim the lights. And if you feel a little scared, it's okay to nuzzle up a little close. <clears throat> I'm going to tell a story. <laughs> um, And this is a the story they used to tell at my orphanage every spooky ween. Anyway, a little music to start here. All right. Once upon a long freaking time ago, there was a twisted and creepy forest where people tended to go missing. One evening, a trade caravan passing through popped a horse tire. Oh, no! They weren't prepared. No quadruple A back then. None of them had a spare horse hoof or whatever, and before they knew it, the sun was setting. And that's when the howling began. The folks in the caravan huddled closer. Some of them probably cuddled a little bit. Suddenly, a noise broke the silence. It was a laughing cackle, like a woman at a tea shop laughing in my face when I asked her out. Out of the shadows emerged an old, hunched-over creature with twisted, mangled horns and glowing eyes. It was clothed in tattered, dark robes, its hands gripped a gnarly wooden staff. One of the tradesmen screamed, "Ah!" The creature put its finger to its lips as the clouds rolled away, revealing a dark, red moon. Shhh. You're just in time for the festivities. (laughs) Uh, One of the hired trade guards gripped his sword white-knuckled. What are we celebrating, he said. The creature smiled, revealing sharp, crooked fangs. The night of the blood moon. The one time when the atmospheric lunar magic is so powerful that it dissolves the veil between our world and the abyssal realm. It allows one to speak with the dead. Come on into the woods and check it out. And the guys were like, No way, horned creature, and the creature was like, No, really, it's totally cool, and eventually the tradesmen agreed, and they continued walking into the darkness of the forest. As they continued walking into the darkness of the forest, the distant howls grew louder. Finally, they reached a clearing bathed in an eerie red glow from the moon above. In the center of the clearing was a stone altar. "'Here we are,' said the creature, twirling around like a demented son of a bitch. "'Isn't it magnificent?' he said. The trade guard, still gripping his sword, raised an eyebrow. "'So what's next? We can talk to our dead wives now?' "'Uh, ah, yes, yes, but first, the ritual. "'Nothing too complicated, you understand?' just a simple incantation and a circle of salt and the portal to the abyssal realm will open just for a moment long enough for you to have a chat with whoever you want who's dead the caravan folks shrugged and figured why not they already walked all the way here forming a circle around the stone altar they joined hands even the guy who had sweaty palms like me. The creature opened a small pouch while chanting words from a language that no one understood. Sprinkling a circle of salt all around them. The salt glowed as it hit the ground as it formed the circle. All right, now chant after me, the creature announced. It began, chanting phrases that were so ancient and twisted, they almost seemed to defy the very air in which they were spoken. The symbols on the altar glowed brighter. A swirl of wind circled around them, lifting the leaves and debris. And for a moment, they all felt like they were floating then, there was silence. And then their heads all exploded with magical energy, and the, and the creature cackled, and it lifted its staff, and the altar started glowing the same color as the moon, and poof! The veil dropped, and hordes of demons and ghouls and spooky guys came through, and they were like, thanks, horned creature, we're gonna go kill every living being now! and uh, suddenly the horned creature knew it was too much, too powerful. But it couldn't fully reverse the curse and close the portal, but it was able to strike a deal with the moon. Hey, you know what? It sounds stupid, but you know, don't look at me. I didn't make this up. As long as the creature agreed to cross the border into the abyssal realm the portal would only be opened during the full blood moon the creature agreed and sacrificed itself to the abyssal world and he's dead I guess that, that's kind of the end of the story and that's why everyone wears horns on this day it's said to keep the ghouls away since the horned creature freed them but um, it doesn't actually work they'll gotcha Oh, they'll gut you good. This is all just a story, of course, and I don't know how the whole time reverse reset thing works, but you know what? It all makes for the best holiday of all time. Oh. Uh, I'm hearing some ghouls outside. Better get under my coveys. Thanks for spending your spooky ween with old Jeffy. I hope your day is filled with fun and terror and lots and lots of candy. Be sure to check out Patreon for even more JeffCast! Merry Spooky Ween! Oh shit, they're coming! (laughs)